0: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Football Ramble. We're Bureau faxing it in and Jean-Michel Olas is happy. It's Tuesday the 1st of September. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Pete Donaldson. Sitting alongside a very serious-looking Luke Moore today. I was about to
1: say, back to the very start, the very first um, episode of the new format of these was the three of us, wasn't it? And we talked about... Yeah, we talked about Mikel Antonio dressed as a snowman. We talked about our highlights of the lockdown return to football, uh, last season before lockdown. Right, okay. And we're back to where we started. We should
0: talk about Mikel Antonio dressed as a snowman more often. Is there some sort of feature? Have where, got a sting for that?
1: Where's,
2: we yeah. haven't got a sting for that. Where <laughs> is that Mike, Where is that Antonio um, snowman suit? Where's it going?
1: No, and what's he going to do, more importantly, as we move into winter and towards mm. Christmas, what's he going to do to upstage himself mm. from last Christmas where he crashed his Lamborghini into a bin
0: shed in someone's garden dressed as he a snowman? A yeah. mm. He needs a sleigh. That's what he needs. That would be great. He needs to turn up somewhere. Crash into a bin. In the same garden? In the same in the garden. In, the in a same <laughs> With into- reindeer. No, into, into <laughs> Hamleys. You should do it into Hamleys. <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, failure! A, a oh, pret a manger! I walked into a pret manger today, right about an hour ago. Congrats! And uh, I thank you. And I was getting a coffee, and I opened the door for a man and, and held it open for a block. And a block said, "And I quote: Thank you very much, and have a great day."
0: Oh!
2: I wanted to damage his body. Yeah, that is not how oh. Londoners speak to. Words, was he American? Yeah, no, was he saying. was he English. You in America. He was English. I, you know, I'm a Londoner of some 15 years. I wanted to damage his body. I did not care for it, and I won't have it. Is that thank only... you
0: very much, and have a great day. <laughs> is that (laughs) social
1: distancing that stopped you taking it to the trenches (laughs) (laughs) throwing my coffee into his face
2: right outside (laughs) this will go badly for you if
1: you keep on doing this throw a glove on the floor (laughs) don't do that to any other human being that's what what you should have said yes exactly (laughs) because some of them aren't as mild-mannered as me (laughs) (laughs) I'd have quite liked it I think it would have um, it was very lovely and surprising did you make you feel uncomfortable yes how would you have reacted Kate Punched him. Yeah. yeah. Straight in
0: there. Straight in yeah. the throat. Is that allowed in coronavirus times? I don't think it's allowed generally, no. is it? You can't just punch it's people elbows. in the Elbows. Right. You're allowed yeah. elbows. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the only the only
1: exception to the rule, and this is a very London-centric conversation, but the only exception to the rule mm. is if someone tries to get on the tube before you get off, mm. you are allowed to hit an elbow into the solar plexus yes. mm. if they are under pensionable age.
0: <laughs> under it.
1: Okay, yeah, but, yeah. But over they got me a child. Oh, yeah. can
0: they be a child?
1: You're going to hit them in the face, aren't you, if it's a child? Yeah, you're not
2: allowed to do it if they've uh, got lots of very, very big suitcases. they clearly come from Heathrow. Maybe they're fresh
1: to the country. Yeah. It's fine. Um, I, I mean, there is nothing worse, and I've done this. There is nothing worse than carting five suitcases Ugh. or whatever onto the Piccadilly line at Heathrow Terminals 1, 2 and 3. Taxi to whatever Paddington, whatever
2: and grow up, get the Heathrow yeah. Express. I don't care how expensive but it is.
0: Heathrow Express is much slower, though, ultimately, depending on where you're getting to, isn't it? Yeah. Well, if
2: you live in... Taxi to Paddington, if you in, made it buddy. If you live near Scion Lane, fine.
1: Pete's <laughs> whole life is basically like Brewster's Millions. He, the money comes in yeah. and he has to spend it before yeah. the end of the month or he, some kind of curse is passed yeah. out upon him.
2: So, uh, and then the, on the other side of the coin, Marcus Speller, 4am on a bus <laughs> to Heathrow. On a bus yeah, to Heathrow. Yeah, yeah. That is very much each end of the spectrum. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. How do we think Jack Greenish is going to be turning
0: up to his brand new England squad? Will he be going for the Mikel Antonio sleigh option Mm. or will he be on the 4am bus, would we say? He has been announced.
1: I like that the sleigh option is now Mikel Antonio's option, even though he's got nothing to do with it. (laughs) Um, Do you remember when Harry Maguire turned up with a plastic bag? Yes. Full of of stuff. Mm. Was that affected or was that quite sweet? I I, I, I I don't know where nip. we're allowed to go with nip. with him without playing. Oh right yeah, now. good point. Back, back a, at the time, back in the time. He's a
0: grown man. Yeah, I, I don't think too grown. It wouldn't if you guys turn up to work. When you guys turn up to work with plastic bags full of your belongings, none of this is I, work. I, <laughs> <laughs> I tend to think oh, that shows that two, these two people are not very well put together. There's, I, a,
1: there's a reasonable chance that Pete and or Jim at some point would be asleep in the studio.
2: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Is that fair? Yeah, I, but I had Little a pen reputation. holder, but it's
1: got a toothbrush in it.
2: I had a reputation <laughs> of turning up to three consecutive weddings
1: with a carrier bag. Yeah, and people called me carrier that. bag man. You, you can't do that, and that is mm. quite simply why you weren't invited to my wedding. Exactly. Um, but Jack Rudish, I am very pleased for. I think that. Um, I I put as a curveball in the running order, Kate, Jack Grealish has finally pulled up to the England squad because Gareth Southgate is morally weak. (laughs) You've not taken that bait. Marcus Speller would have. He would have. You've not. That's a credit to you. I um, was confused um, when he wasn't included in the first instance. I know he's been included now because... Marcus Rashford and Harry Winks, or as uh, Jose Mourinho confusedly calls him, Winksy, uh, have, have have both pulled out. But I wasn't on the show when the squad was announced, and 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 the guys covered it brilliantly. But I, I would have, I would have, I would have said that why would Gareth Southgate be so a incurious as to why to not want to watch Jack Grealish among the England squad and see how he trains and, and and all that good stuff. And secondly, he has to be careful, Gareth, because. He said certain things to to Jack Grealish, what he needs him to do, and he's done those things. And then Southgate still didn't call him mm-hmm. up, which I think it runs the risk. I don't know how you guys feel, but to me, it feels like it runs the risk of sending quite a difficult message to people who aren't perhaps, dare I say, playing for in quotes the, the bigger teams. Mm. Um, he's been very, very um, not consistent because he's actually shown a bit of inconsistency more recently in his in his in his reign. But he's he's been quite good generally at calling people up. Um who've represented at youth level that he knows well or who have, have been called up on form and Grealish just seemed like a massive outlier to that and I was confused as to why that, that hadn't happened before
2: I, I think with Southgate outwardly he's, he's obviously I think he sees him as a winger or a forward and, and, and he's sort of basically saying that Greenwood, Sancho he's got cover in that area Sterling, Rashford yeah. are all in front of him either on the, on the wing or up top but I think Southgate does want to kick on from the side that scored all of their goals from, from set pieces <laughs> in 2018 because for every glide past uh, a defender Grealish is a trailing leg machine <laughs> yeah. Aston Villa's got a hell of a lot of goals from uh, from free kicks and dead balls and he wins so many set pieces. Is a match against Icelandic Giants <sighs> going to be the game in which we score a load of uh, headers from a free kick? Probably not. Um, but I, I think at 25, he's, he's definitely been the victim of being like a, probably, you would say, a, certainly European class player, arguably a, a rather a rather poor side. He's got that freedom at Villa and, and Galla's side is, is quite rigid, almost to the point of being brittle at, 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 at times. So I think... I think he should be allowed to play in the middle, possibly, or closer to the middle, mm-hmm. uh, in front of players like Ross Barkley, who could be going to like, West Ham in an exchange deal or something like that. So, yeah, I, I, I think he, he definitely deserves his place. But no one's coming in, coming in for him. You think that uh, the, the troubles that Villa have had and the fact that he probably would be available uh, at the price of about 80, 90 million, why haven't teams come in for him? I know Manchester United have obviously taken a look and they'll probably go in for him if they are not you
0: know what, I think Spurs might go in for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. we were, I suppose we're in for him for a bit. Before, he's like, right. 24, he is still, I think. Okay, right. he's, he's, but to be
1: fair to Pete Clay, to be absolutely fair, he's 25 next week. All right, That'd okay. Be fair, well, be that's, but Tommy we future are Man. up to
0: the minute here yeah, on <laughs> That's Rebel. true. Lo- we not the future. Who
1: knows how long they said edit will take. If <laughs> it might if, take a week. If you're revisiting this episode in five years' time, he's going to be 30 <laughs> next week. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Goodness, how do we manage that on Is the that... on the podcasting front? Look, you're absolutely right about, that. that's one of the me- reasons that's been given for the idea that Jack Grealish, you know, where do you play him? He's been playing all over mm. the place. He's not been disciplined because basically at Villa, the team has been built around him. Mm. Do we build the England team around Jack Grealish? Now that would not be my suggestion, no. but my question would be, Luke, you know, given that a Maitland-Niles has been brought in to play the Grealish role, what role does Grealish play? Mm. Um, well, yeah, I mean, Maitland-Niles comes in, on, on merit because he's been in
1: good form and because he 's you know an interesting young ish player who can play in a number of different positions, i suppose on on the jack side of the of the ledger, I understand there are players ahead of him. I understand he doesn 't want to build a team around him. I think you 're right about that, but I do think that you don 't know where you 're going to be in nine months time. You might find that a player 's dropped out of form elsewhere or someone 's got a serious injury and can 't be considered, and you need to bring someone in and it 's better in my view. England, England should beat Iceland and Denmark. Let's at least agree on that. I know both games are away from home. I know we've got a recent history well, with Iceland situation
0: as well at the moment.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and I know the guys yesterday were talking about how you know it's it's a little bit nerve wracking playing Iceland again after the scene of the crime and all that. <laughs> but England should win those games. So there's no harm at all in having someone around the squad so if you do have to call him in six months time he at least knows what to expect right? and right, he feels yeah. like he knows people He's yeah, and, and players are human beings at the end of the day familiarity breeds confidence confidence is really important so I can't see the justification for him not doing it in the past I'm pleased he's done it now uh, and Jack needs to go there and kind of gr- grab that opportunity and not think about how he's only in there because other players have pulled out um, And 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 I suppose the final point is just that Sometimes players are great and they play a really important role for their team. And I think, Pete, you spoke a lot of sense about about what he's done and, and what he's capable of. But sometimes they just don't fit in. Or sometimes there are players better than them. And we talk about this a little bit reg, quite regularly on the show. Look at a player like, back in the maybe in the late 90s, you have a player like Ian Wright, who was a brilliant football player you know he's, he, he was he, he was Arsenal's record goal scorer for a while he's, everyone knows how good Ian Wright was as a player he didn't really do an awful lot at international level partly because he was unlucky with injuries partly because there were simply players better than him and that's how it goes you can't mm-hmm. please everyone all the time so there's an element of that to it as well I think yeah and the, interesting, think his hair <laughs> his fucking hair what? mention his hair who? Ian Wright? that's head. a
0: bit uncut no are not, no,
1: not right mention his friends
2: <laughs> yeah. mention who he's hanging out with and how poor they've been for England at
1: times <laughs> the man who sits in this studio of you and I, Kate, with the most similar hair to Jack Rish, it's Pete Dawson Exactly. Ah, yeah. And calves. So Yeah, and similar calves as well. Do, do, do. Yeah. Good lord. Sh- show those. Great sh- point. Show us your tool belt. Um, <laughs> what, what do you think about Jack Rish's hair and can it realistically fit into a current England setup? I've said it before, he's, we're both in Undercut Boulevard and it's hard to get out
2: of that. And once we do, mm. we will flourish, Kate. He's, will he's flourish. got
1: 15 years on his side. He's
2: got, <laughs> he's got time before he gets to my 39.
0: This is a guy thing, isn't it, about hair? Because the f- mm. when If you type in Grealish into Google when you're looking for stats and stuff about him, the first, you know they have those suggested questions. The first, or maybe the second question, is what does Jack Grealish wear on his hair or well, what, what does he mm. use in his hair? Isn't that, isn't that
1: related to your previous Google searches though, Kate? No,
0: I've <laughs>
1: literally never searched like, for hair like, product in my like, entire life. Like that American politician who made oh, a big thing on Twitter and said <laughs> I can't believe I'm being served so many pornographic adverts yes. <laughs> it's a disgrace and then someone said yeah, it's just related to your
2: previous search yeah.
1: <laughs> See that little clock?
2: That means you've searched <laughs> for the <man. laughs> yeah.
1: Idiot. Yeah.
0: Um. Yeah, okay, so right, that's not something I have insight on but clearly it's important when you have that kind of undercut boulevard. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, th- I think
1: also I think there's something unsaid here, which is that, um, and I'm going to solve that, which is that. Um, Thanks. A lot of a lot of young men look to football players as their kind of role models and their style icons and all this kind of stuff, and and so I imagine there's a lot of people that are thinking, I like Jack he's just Harry, that's quite cool, and uh, he's a good footballer, and I want to be just like him, and that's probably why I'd say
2: the undercut is cracking on for five years, six years old now, and pretty much everyone had one. Footballers didn't really adopt it to the extent that I mm. thought they would. Um, and
1: so um, I'm sort of feeling that he looks like a man out of time. Yeah, I had an undercut in 1995. Huh? Yeah, it was Gosh. all the rage, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah, I had yeah. an undercut in 1995. It Came like, back 2015. Like yeah, but I, obviously I was 34 then. Mm. So Your the, hair's oh, too curly, it's exactly. wild. Exactly. But my, that's, this is the thing, Kate. You so, should have
0: gone for the Kevin Keegan perm,
1: look, because mm. you didn't even need to pay for the... No, but my hair didn't go curly till about 16, 17. Uh. I had straight hair till then, so I could right. do the undercut. Now and it's full-on Bob Carroll, geez. <laughs> it is full-on Kevin Keegan kids. now. Kids. Hey, yeah, kids. Exactly, yeah. So <laughs> you know, what can you do? So I, I couldn't even get the Jack Reish undercut if I wanted to. Mm. You, however, Kate, could. I really would actually quite want one you Mm.
0: should yeah Yeah, I'm quite into that as an idea generally Mm. can
1: you not get it because the regime don't like it (laughs) (laughs) those pen pushers down at city hall yeah she can't answer that. She can't answer them if She can't.
2: Pete, she can't. Shave her! Yeah. Shave Kate! We'll set up a, we'll set up a Patreon. Yeah, for... Do it for charity, Kate. What, new... you don't like charity? <laughs> Shave Kate!
0: There's a new tier. You get to, If you pay, you get to give Kate an undercut. Oh, my goodness. This is turning a little bit into a kind of Lawrence Fox scenario here.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, Why well, yes. is he involved? Again, Pete, you're an expert on that. Do you want to talk about Lawrence you Fox? You look just like Lawrence Fox. No,
1: that's, not, that's not my fault, is it? <laughs> it's Lawrence Fox's you fault, you of anything. Like Lawrence Fox?
0: No, you Absolutely nothing like
1: Lawrence Fox.
2: Yeah,
0: That's not, actually yeah. quite unkind. So yes, Jack Elish, <laughs> five years after choosing to represent England, he is now potentially mm. going to earn his first cap for the Three Lions. Um, he has, of course, represented the country previously at under 21. So it sort of seemed as though when Gareth Southgate came in, he might be straight into the senior uh, senior squad, but not so far. And now he's in, because yeah. not because Gareth Southgate is morally weak. And I... Mm. Fully, do not approve of that kind of line of questioning. What he's going to do, Gareth, when the,
1: the going gets really tough, and we don't get a couple of good results here, or, or things are going all right, he's going to bring the waistcoat
0: back. I'm telling what you, do you reckon? You got it. You've got to bring so, back your greatest hits. Exactly play a bit so. of new material. Yeah, chuck in a few dayglow t-shirts, mm. and then play the hits. Yeah, and then and, play the
1: hits. But I think he's going to subconsciously be saying remember the summer of 2018. <laughs> I haven't forgotten. Have you? That's what he's going to be saying. I haven't
0: forgotten. I no. watch it every night before I go to bed. <laughs> the, little, the
1: montage. The things I do to make myself really upset about uh, when England used to be good. Uh, 2012 Olympics. Yeah. Right. Oh
0: my God, yes. That was so good. <laughs> Have you
1: watched the opening? I know it's the, oh, it's, the, it's the UK. It's London 2012. It's the UK really though. But, but I mean, when you watch that opening oh. ceremony back, it is so good. Yeah.
0: There's a thing on Netflix at the moment called Rising Phoenix about the Paralympics. Right, okay. And it, the, yeah, I think there's some plot issues with the way that it's set up but it's just basically supposed to be some of these incredible stories about these Paralympians and you would have thought material like that could create an incredible documentary it's worth a watch it's not ultimately an incredible documentary but the first 20 minutes or so is just like stuff from london 2012 and oh my goodness me i was blubbing as hard as i was in that first bit about (laughs) potch in the all or nothing documentary
1: which tvz we will come on to i i um i watched the london 2012 opening ceremony again a while back and i I honestly thought to myself one this is brilliant two this could be 400 years ago that's what it felt like to me yeah my goodness
0: me. me what's the name of that documentary which the one you're talking about? Rising, pho- Phoenix. Phoenix. Rising Phoenix, or possibly Phoenix Rising? I now realise it's okay. on Netflix. Something mm. to
1: do with phoenixes. All right, all right <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It's about um, the 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 name that person. Right, Phoenix Rising or Rising Phoenix is the uh, she's a fencer who has no arms or legs. Huh, really incredible, wow, incredible, incredible woman. Lost them right. two, meningitis. Yeah, give it a watch. Um, let's talk a little bit about some silverware that uh, Jean-Michel Olas, as we've just been mentioning, has been joyful to see that Lyon <laughs> have managed to triumph in a Champions League final. They beat Wolfsburg in the Women's Champions League final 3-1. That is the fifth straight Champions League title for Lyon. It's a pretty familiar sight now of Wendy Renard hoisting the trophy aloft. They seem to have a whole setup to their... Uh, I mean, they really knew what practice. they were doing a with that celebration. <laughs> they had a little before. dance. There was no they had a involved. That? No, no, no. <laughs> it was extremely well organised. Um, Particularly good goal, the second one. I thought Saki Kuma guy, long range shot. She'd actually had a chance to practice it in the first minute, hadn't she? So perhaps mm. that was a. Is it one, fair to because it was on target that Leon
1: are able to just do whatever they want, mm. and so they think it always felt a bit like that goal you mentioned there that was that was practiced in the first half. I was like, yeah, I'll score that one now. <laughs> I'll give that one a bash now. I,
2: I very stupidly thought Wolfsburg had uh, goals in them. They had one goal in them. That, <laughs> that is. The, that, pop, the, that... Pop, the pop was a goal that actually looked like a pop. You would probably call that a pop. Yeah. I was, is that uh, fair? Uh, yeah, it, it It was,
1: and and it was such a, cl- a, a close-range delivery to a header. Yeah, I was like, it, oh, yeah. that's in. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. If that was me, I'd have been getting to reacting <laughs> to that about now. I, I, it would have just taken my teeth out. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would have been, Wah! teeth
2: gone. Thank, thank Damn God I wore
1: a dental dam.
2: <laughs> dental dams. Um, but come on, guys, she's got all, over 100 caps for Japan, she will not score a better goal than that. that was so, so Paris, she's the first Asian player to score in the Women's Champions League. I'm fairly certain that makes her the first footballer to score, uh, the first footballer, the first Asian footballer to score in the Champions League final, because there was only. There's only like
1: Park Ji-sung. Oh, in the Champions League final, final. Yeah. final okay. yeah. Park
2: Ji-sung won it but didn't play. Sung Hyun-min played but didn't win, and neither scored. So I'm fairly certain she's the first Asian player to, to win
1: to to, yeah. to, to to score in the in, in the final. Amazing! And uh, what I, decent what, way what, to do it. Pete's our far eastern correspondent. Mm. So of course, he, you are. He, he would know that. He would. She's know from that. Uh, Sapporo where I was in January. Well, one thing I find interesting about Lyon is that they've had three coaches in five seasons, hmm. yet in all five of those seasons, they've won the Champions League. It's
0: mad, isn't it? It's almost like you need to go. Yeah. we all just get
1: in. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you put your name down. Whoever you ever put your name down, you get it. You get, you get the job. Um, they're incredible. They're, I mean, the combination of Cascarino and bronze down the right was devastating. To the point of where the left back, the Wolfsburg left back had to go off with an ankle problem. Was that was their that like number that,
2: six? Where it was just like, every time Cascaria got the ball she was like, oh fuck yeah. off!
1: <laughs> just off! The left, the left back went off with an ankle problem and I, I can only presume it's just that her feet ended up the wrong way round. <laughs> because it was t- a twisted blood to, to use Alex Ferguson's phrase. It was unbelievable. They, they are amazing, Leon. They're, they're so good to watch. I think a lot of people were, uh, a lot of people know a lot more about women's football than me, which is uh, pretty much everyone. W- was saying that... Um, Look, there's a chance this season, chiefly because Leon have had a lot of key players out, almost the yeah. entire spine of their team was missing, mm. yet they were still able to, to really put their foot on the gas when they needed to. And, and Wolfsburg... Yeah, fine. They they got a goal as Pete mentioned. It was a decent goal as we said, but it felt to me a bit like Leon could just turn it on when they wanted to, and they could just ease away into another gear. Is, and,
2: it, is it a bit Seville in the men's game kind of thing in the in the Sevilla, rather? Um, they just know how to win this competition. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> absolutely.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, how, how many finals have they been to? Eight Champions League finals. And and then the mad stat I also read, Kate, and you'll correct me if I'm wrong here. I'm fairly certain that I read they've been in eight Champions League finals. And their captain Renard and their goalkeeper have played in every single yeah. one. Right, That's- it's mad, isn't it? <laughs> that is big game experience, man. Eight Champions League finals they've really, played. Yeah. Incredible.
0: Wolfsburg are also a big side in the in their women's games. so yeah. they have plenty of big game experience too. But you're absolutely right about Leon. I mean Ada Hegerberg, of course, the previous uh, winner of the Ballon d'Or. She wasn't playing. Yeah, uh, Amundine was. Um, she was benched due to injury, and then of course Nikita Paris couldn't play because she is sent off in the semi final. She's a Big, big player for Leon. So, yeah, I don't know. I was sort of hoping for a for a Wolfsburg upset here. But it was a great game to watch and deserved winners. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Well, Wolfsburg are a, are a decent team in the women's game. Absolutely. we um, Regular listeners to the Ramble will know that um, I interviewed um, Julia Simic, who played for Wolfsburg, won the double with them in 2017. And she talked a lot about her time playing for Wolfsburg. They're a very good side. I mean, obviously, to get to the Champions League final you've got to be a decent team. But Leon just seemed far and away much better. And it's been the case for a long time, as we all know and the investment not just financially but also like socially and psychologically yeah. the investment in the team is is so important for them and and you, i don't really want to do i want to dig out another team for no reason maybe like liverpool <coughs> for example they don't they don't translate that success they've had to the women's game do they famously yeah. so, and and lots of other teams don't yeah and, the and, week
0: they spent a million pounds on the fireworks display for the men winning the uh, premier league their, their team their women's team dropped into the championship yeah. because they basically had no, no money investment no and no support.
1: Yeah. So, so the, the social investment and the psychological investment as well has to be good. Like, I mean, Olaf is famous for it, isn't he? He puts, on, he puts on charter jets, private jets for the team. He lets them use all the men's facilities or the club's facilities, as they should be called, and, and really makes an, an, an investment in it. Now, I know... In the interim period, it might be a bit of a lost leader financially because the, the game hasn't matured the same way the men's game has, has matured. But it hasn't been given a chance to do that. So I think there's kind of a moral responsibility for people to invest in it and sh- and show what can be achieved. And the reason I'm saying that is just chiefly because it's not a good thing for one team to be so dominant all the time. We want to no, get other exactly. teams through to yeah. kind of challenge a little bit more realistically. And the Women's Super League's improving all the time, right? Lucy Brown's probably going back to the Women's Super League next season, won't she? So another example of one of the world's best players playing back in, in England. So hopefully we can see that in the future, that, that there's teams that come through to challenge Leon. But overall, amazing, as usual, brilliant performance. Amazing story about uh, Gunnar Stotir. Oh, um, yes. getting, yeah. Getting both a runners-up medal and, and a, a winners win medal. medal. Because of, because of COVID. UEFA yeah, <laughs> special dispensation meant she could move from Wolfsburg to Leon because of...
0: Because they really needed her. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, really
1: strapped. So, I, mean, I, I didn't see this happen, but it would have been amazing if she went up and got the runners-up medal, cheers, and, and then, then went back to. <laughs> Me <laughs> again, me again. Yeah,
0: different shirt on. <laughs> she uh, did also score for the last goal for Leon. Then and yeah, they probably were just also just again like, bloody hell, mate. Another very instinctual finish. Was like fuck.
2: It's in. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah, an honourable mention absolutely for England's Lucy Bronze, one of the best women's players in the world. So she's finishing her career at Leon, banging out with three successive European titles. First English player to do that. Also, England forward Jodie Taylor just won her first um, UEFA club trophy. Hmm. Thirty-four years old. Luke, amazing. So. Great. Still a chance what for me, perhaps. Shoddies. Yes,
1: what I mean- are you were going to say for me then? One, <laughs> absolutely not. I can only run, I can barely run to the bottom of my road these days, and two, I'm five years old. Already. Why are you running to the bottom of your road? <laughs>
0: He's trying to get in away the from fork. the creditors. <laughs> 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 I've never lived here in my life. <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's followed your Instagram, Nick Moore, knows that that is not true. What's that? Mm. You're a you're a active participant on the old. Um, What's the thing called where you chot your runs and then oh, take pictures Strava. of yourself Strava. looking Strava. tired? The word Strava. "the
1: word active is doing a lot of heavy lifting in that statement. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike me, who's not doing any heavy lifting.
0: <laughs> All right, guys, let's get to a break. Up next, how does Messi feel about being nudged into the second half of today's Ramble by Jack Grealish? We'll tell you after this. Right, friends, now it's time for the topics. We concentrate on the topics. We're pretty good to many topics today. And the question is, of course, which famous person would you have voicing a TV series on your club and why? In the context, a little bit of, of course, Tom Hardy doing the Spurs documentary, despite, as far as we can tell... Not being a Spurs I, fan, I checked
1: it out and I, I couldn't see
0: um, any evidence of him being a Spurs he fan. He hasn't pledged his support to any club. Oh, really? Seemingly, he's, he's from, from a... Hammersmith, I think. So he's at least a London. Yeah, has, has, has
2: Venom his his uh, <laughs> Venom his alter ego uh, declared for any clubs? Oh,
1: I wish I could think of a pun. I wish you'd told me before, Anne, Sorry, I would have thought of a pun yeah. for that. Okay. Um, he's not close to, I, I couldn't find any evidence of him being a spurt. It's just a job for him, Kate. Okay? It's just a goddamn job. Oh, mm. like that hurts. Yeah. How I wish gone. you would do
0: it a bit more in the voice he uses to do those CBBS book at bedtime he's stuff. At he's is brilliant at
1: that. That's what I and i am biased. and he's a friend of Pete and I, but Ben Bailey Smith's um, uh, version of that, he's, am- he's amazing at that as well. Aww. It's great. It's great to watch. I, I'm not even a kid. It's great to watch. Sometimes. Um, but Tom Hardy, I feel like Tom Hardy's doing his um, doing his old man's voice for it. Yes. Is he, right? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Oh, I what, agree. For the, for the all or nothing Yeah, I, I, right? I, I, I don't know. If you hadn't already told me, I don't know if I'd know that was Tom Hardy.
0: Right. Is he doing? People his kind got of... it pretty quickly when they did the little release, didn't they? On I w- Twitter, who I watched it? Inception
2: last night. And he's got a sort of oh, sorry, dear boy. I'm I'm yeah. very English. He's yeah.
1: fucking great, Tom Hardy.
2: He's, he's one of my favourites. He's, ve-
1: he's incredibly uh, watchable. Incredibly he pathetic. is incredibly charismatic. Well, much like uh, Jose Mourinho, who mm. I hope we'll find time to speak about in a minute. Um, like, uh, what, what are we talking about? Oh yeah, topics. Right, Anne Schumann has been in touch. Hello to you, Anne Schumann. He says, uh, "I'd like Sir Alex Ferguson." To narrate a Man United documentary <laughs> showcasing their last seven seasons post his retirement <laughs> and also have his subtle commentary as he goes through the slideshow of United's downside. Now, oh. I don't think Andrew Mann's a Man United fan. No. So that- <laughs> But that would be amazing. Just,
0: just, Hearing the clink
1: of the glass yeah. as he passed another one out. Punctuated by constant disdain. For fuck's sake. Yeah. Why have they signed him? We'll Why be... have <laughs> they told him? <laughs> yeah.
0: He'd have to really back David Moyes, though, throughout. So it'd be interesting to see how he levels those two things. Yeah, really, he would have would to spin be... that. Yeah. Massively mm. spin that. I mean, like, yeah. the,
1: the comment... The, the, uh, what's, what's it called? The extra comment, commentator's uh, version. Cut. No, it's the it's director's cut. commentary got, yeah, would right. be Sir Alex just talking about all the things that David Moyes has achieved over the years. It's <laughs> David Moyes time? Manchester United being a little bit whitewashed,
2: being a little bit like kind of cleaned up from what didn't last very long. Didn't last very long. Exactly. <laughs> so at least it was short. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Sam, uh, I think via Twitter uh, said the actor who plays Mr. Burns narrating a FIFA Qatar uh, 2022 documentary. He would be the
1: perfect person to do. it. Mm, Smithers. <laughs> yeah. What is modern slavery? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Why okay. do they even and need
1: and passports? Okay. Anything to say on that, as, as the
0: ex-Qatari uh,
1: representative?
0: John Goth has also tweeted it. <laughs> okay, Good name, by the
1: way. John, John Goth, come
0: yeah. on. Um, he says he's after an epic nature documentary. I quite like, I would watch this, definitely. Mm. An epic nature documentary of all the Premier League animal mascots narrated by Sir David Attenborough. So it'd be kind of... Um, I do like this. Brighton's, like, seagull. Yeah. G- gully the seagull, as the I'm seagull.
2: sure. Cyril the Swan. Look at him eating out of a bin. Yeah, I Stanford and
0: Bridget the lion. I mean, it could be quite unpleasant, couldn't it? If uh, if say Wolfie and Wendy Wolf at Wolves were to team up and go at mm. Chirpy, um. the Spurs
1: mascot. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? I said Silver Swan, but is not even a Premier League mascot anymore. I oh
0: know you're so behind the times on that.
1: The story I like to tell on this show, and I'll tell very, very quickly for your benefit, Kate, because you might not have heard it, is that Portsmouth's mascot—they um, started out being brothers and si- a brother and sister. Oh yeah, and then I've then heard was-
0: all your material before, mate. Nelson and Mary Rose,
1: great <laughs> names, yeah, like, great, 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 harking back to an amazing time in Portsmouth's history. And they married him at the end of the season. Disappointing. Oh, never mind. Yeah, some some explaining to do to the children present. Oh. Look um, at Monty and Maggie Magpie. Go. Yeah. Going at it.
0: Is incest in legal in the animal
1: world? <laughs> David Attenborough's never said either of those <laughs> things. Can I, can I stick up for, for Sir David Attenborough? Um, because... Um, I didn't realise he was getting a bath ring. Well, no, he is. It He is really because the suggestion on paper sounds amazing and we all mm. know how great and what a contribution he's made. On the other hand, he's 94. He should be choosing his jobs more carefully. <laughs> he shouldn't be just saying yes to anything like Pete Donaldson does, he should be choosing his jobs a bit more carefully, shouldn't mm, he? I think so, yes. Yeah, 94, you don't want to be doing, not, not even real animals. Get you a bit get depressed about it. Well,
0: maybe that's just the meta way that he's moving into human
1: documentaries. Mm. It's a bit of a late and abstract step at there this point goes, in his career.
0: There goes Gunosaurus.
1: <laughs> firing one off near yeah. a child. <laughs> of course, not even not even around these days, extinct <laughs> for 70 million years. <laughs> He emerges from his tunnel.
0: Who's the only (laughs) club that doesn't seem to have a proper mascot at the moment, guys, in the Premier League? I might Uh, be wrong about this, but this is what I think. Uh, I think Everton haven't got one. Have they not? Not dressed up. Is it a toffee man? I thought it was
1: was (laughs) Torton... I like, I, I like, the online on <laughs> I like the idea of, of David Attenborough being really confused as to why he's seen the first dinosaur that's been seen for 70 million years at Arsenal, <laughs> emerging from his tunnel, wearing a T-shirt
2: <laughs> and a cap. Do, I mean, I guess Philbert Fox, the, the 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 tunnel would probably count as a, as
1: a some kind of burrow. Yeah, Whenever I think about of, Philbert oh, Fox, I always, I always think about the crack fox on Shooting Stars. <laughs>
0: yeah, <Got any> gin. <laughs> uh, anyway. Yes, get your suggestions in for this week's topic. You can either email us at show at footballrambledaily.com or tweet us like all these good gentlemen gentlemen Mm. and possibly lady, don't know, um, have done using the hashtag Ramble Topics. Do it. We concentrate on the topics. We're pretty good to
2: many topics today. The name's goth. John Goth. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Enjoyable. He sounds like a mascot himself.
2: What <laughs> uh, if he's on a goth mascot?
1: A gothic mascot for Whitby ma- Town. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Oh,
0: that'd be lovely. Mm. Now, I'm really glad, guys, that we didn't talk about Messi yesterday because it means that us three <laughs> get to talk about him today. Um, Marner from heaven at the moment, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> quiet times, yeah, and we, right. as we also think, it probably won't be resolved by the end of the transfer no. window. We can just talk about this yeah. absolutely ad infinitum. Unlike you, Luke, I don't believe that he can. Having looked into this a bit more, I'm going to be really extremely surprised if he does manage to move from barcelona to manchester city oh yeah um you coming in here with your facts
1: <laughs> we do big opinions in here keep your facts to yourself your fair girl. Play. <laughs> uh, i i um i also love the idea kate that you mentioned that this that him being bumped into the second half of the ramble might well be the straw that breaks <laughs> the camel's back and he might just retire yeah i've never even up. heard of jack Greeley <laughs> yeah
0: yeah i he um the the ongoing debate, as it will be continually Mm. ongoing but there's been some key developments uh, particularly on well Sunday morning um, in at work to the news that Lionel Messi had not turned up to the pre-season coronavirus tests. Yeah. Uh, he was due in at 10.15, we waited till 11 o'clock to say, no, he is absolutely definitely not coming. And there was word that he'd also sent another one of these bureau faxes which, as I now understand it, is not actually a fax. It's a special kind of recorded delivery letter. Mm. <laughs> so there and, and, and Another d- one for the fax I fans. Know.
1: And, and, uh, good, and, and I like that. And, and, but the problem with that is that you, you can't have anything nice these days, can we? What do you, mean? you have a couple of cut jokes know? about a fax and you have a bit of fun yeah. and then some poindexter, <laughs> some absolute beard, comes Comes and then goes well, it's not actually a fact no,
2: actually it's, a, it's a PDF uh, yeah. hand delivered by a company really think
1: it's a legally binding hand delivered PDF mm. uh, capable of being converted into several different formats <laughs> shut up
2: is he, is he kind of with him me and n- Pete got fo-
1: 15 minutes out of fax 1990s yeah. uh, <laughs> fax adverts down right back of
2: that. It, with, with him sort of uh, failing to uh, tell it for coronavirus tests. is he just trying to make himself cheaper like I won't pass my MOT <laughs> yeah, I'm an absolute yeah. insurance right off me yeah. I am riddled I am I'm riddled. riddled over here you're lucky <laughs> to get Ten
0: million for me. <laughs> the thing is, even, what it means is, it's actually a pretty clever way of doing it. Generally, because obviously, if you haven't done your test, you can't turn up to training anyway. No matter. Uh, oh what yeah, good point. Yeah. But the thing about the the thing about the contracts, um, to go into it just briefly, mm. as I understand it, though I am of course not, um, anywhere near being an employment lawyer. Sorry. No, you are oh, wearing
2: glasses, though. So sorry, that,
0: father. Halfway. So are you, Pete? I know. So we look very intelligent. So I'm the thick one here. Fair yes. enough. If the cap fits. You like a Bob jeans. Yeah. <laughs> we don't have to wear our glasses to prove our cleverness.
2: So, no, it's true, actually. I'm um, hoping one day to take my glasses on. and people go, oh my God, he's so handsome.
0: But, <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, and she's all that? Yes. Yeah. Oh my God. So could happen.
2: And if, then save Ferris will play at the end.
1: But if you keep this Bob Carragge's thing up, you do realise, given that we do a show together, people are just going to start calling you spit the dog. I don't mind. <laughs> It's how, that's
2: Sorry, it might have been actually Real Big Fish that played at the end of uh, She's All That. No Apologies worries. to you, scarpunk Punk fans. <laughs> no worries. They did do a duet at one point.
1: But, Kate, speaking speaking of going into the... Um, we're flipping just from Safe Ferris into Real Big Fish, straight back to Messi again. Mm. Um, surely, though, and it, maybe this is too reductive to say, and you can absolutely correct me if I'm wrong. If the player wants to leave, he'll leave. It's as simple as that, surely.
0: Yeah, and I think obviously, if you if this is what's happening at your club, you've kind of lost the battle here a little bit, haven't you? Because people still, many people still think this is just a a power grab. Not that you would have thought Messi needed to grab any more power yeah. at Barcelona, but in terms of getting rid of uh, Barca the ch- the chairman, um, you're absolutely right that, that they that he will. But that, you know, these contracts, his release clause is seven hundred million euros. This, if this were to go to courts, this would just be completely unprecedented in so terms that's of that's in no that one's interest, though, right? Well, I, yeah, I, you wouldn't have thought so, but it's a it Bosman too. But
2: it's a player we actually care about. <laughs>
0: Hashtag free Messi. Um, I kind I, I I of see, I,
1: I can't see this as 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 slightly different. I see this as a situation where it's all part of the dance. Yeah, they're going to they're going to set their precedents. They're going to say this. They're going to say that. The fact that La Liga have said that they that the release clause has, clause has to be honoured is to me unless I don't, unless I'm missing something, it's kind of irrelevant unless Barcelona insists they don't want to sell. And 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 that might not be their position. There's a lot of rumours saying that it's actually Bartoméu's plan all along to sell him because they they're yeah. in so much debt they mm. need to sell him, and he's, and he's such a drain on their resources. So, but this could be seen, Kate, surely, as just this is just part of the dance, and they'll negotiate a fee with Manchester City. Um, and Manchester, I, I think, my personal opinion is Manchester City will pay it because it'll be in their interest to pay it and everyone's happy.
0: But it's such a, I mean, how does that From work? From our fans are very much not happy. Yeah, good point. i oh, sorry yeah. about that. Sorry, Ken. no, you
2: can't. Oh, should say so did you see the um, see the uh, lad from uh, the Barcelona fan on uh, Twitter, basically doing this big speech about Easy how? In tears. A- <laughs> in tears. I'm talking to you, you fucking traitor! When you arrived, <laughs> he hasn't even gone yet. When you arrived at our beautiful institution, you were penniless. We welcomed you into the family. We give you a home. We give you food, and this is how you repay gro- us? I
1: growth hormones? <laughs> I got to take them back. <laughs> He's gone tiny. Um, <laughs> oh my God, good news. We saw so him messy, everyone. The Where is he? Is, he's three
0: foot tall. <laughs> I've seen him. Mini yeah, Messi. Yeah, anyone see him? Is he the, in your ba- pocket?
2: the badge gave you everything, and he's pointing at his water bottle, his little Nalgene at this point. Aww. It gave you a life, it gave you money.
1: Yeah, At one point, doesn't he say, though? And, he, and and I understand his point of view, he's a very passionate Barcelona mm. fan, good on him. Yeah. At one point, he does say, you will not be remembered. You will not at that be, be point, remembered. I check out of it at that yeah, point. No. I, I'm fairly certain mm. he will be remembered. Even yeah. if you
0: forget the five other Ballon's door,
1: <laughs> <laughs> you know,
0: you probably remember that sick, yeah. I, I, I reckon. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's to do with the, the, the difficulty is, of course, is... Seven hundred million euros. Yes, clearly it's going to be very difficult for anyone to pay that, particularly if we're pretending that financial fair play is still a thing.
2: Well, it won't be paid all in one chunk, will it? So that'll how it'll have to be staggered over the next five years. I don't think it's
1: going to be anywhere near that amount of money. No, but
0: it, even but even if it's less than that, I mean, still two hundred million uh, euros or pounds is a hell of a lot of money, mm, and yeah you're talking about Manchester City, they've been investigated for financial fair play twice. They can't really... If Barcelona don't agree to let him go in any kind of organised way, they can't be entering into a danger, the danger that they might be in an, engaged in a legal battle with Barcelona. They can't They
2: do 50 million every year, like for the next
1: four but, but, quarters or something.
0: I don't oh, know. We've you all know done 50 million, million, every year,
1: million every year, Pete. Every month. <laughs>
2: Get him on yeah.
1: No, I, I wonder if he could... Yeah, some kind of radio rentals type yeah. thing. Yes. No, but I, I wonder whether another dimension to this is just that Manchester City are desperate to make themselves a global brand. And Champions League winning is part of that, Mm. as is the fact that they own all these different clubs all over the world. And as far as I understand it, I'm not a global branding expert, but as far as I understand it, they lag behind teams like Manchester United, Liverpool, uh, Barcelona, Real Madrid, even Arsenal, who are obviously huge in some parts of of the world. And they can't get up to that level without difficulty. And one of the things that's in their way is... um, is the idea that Financial Fair Play stops them just going out and doing whatever they want to do. If they can find a way to make it happen, Lionel Messi, being a being Manchester City player, will be absolutely gigantic for their global mm. brand, which is only mm. one of the reasons why I think they'll do anything they can to get him. Yeah. And I do think they will get him. Still I need they to will. sort
0: their defence out, particularly as Messi is not going to back. It's
1: boring, though, isn't it? It's boring. <laughs> boring. No one does that. It's boring. boring. Who gives a shit about that? Look at Frank Lampard. He doesn't care about that. Get Stornsey on it. It's he got fine. Thiago Silva. He's 48. <laughs> yeah. I, I very much think that... And um, by the way... Speaking of that, I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week. This is i think this is a really interesting point. Uh, on the radio last week you had Andros Townsend, okay. Not you know, not the world's best player or whatever, but an international player, played at the Premier League for a long time. He was saying on the radio, um, it would be an absolute honour just to say that I've been on the same pitch as Lionel Messi. Mm. This is the level of player, the level of basically game ambassador we're talking about here. The rules don't apply when should,
0: it comes to Lionel it's Messi. It's football harder to get Palace into the, into the Champions League <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> should score yeah. a few more goals Spurs have been on a pitch with Lionel Messi I saw it I at Wembley well. they, didn't. <laughs> no, they didn't they saw the back we of it we were in it for ages we were in it for ages <laughs> the scoreline's a bit messed up that was presented. incredible that he's was football incredible. chum
2: though he just distracts everyone he just distracts everyone so, so everyone will be on him Kevin De Bruyne having a bloody
0: lovely time except he's pissed off because he's getting paid a third as much yeah probably... good point yeah But yeah.
2: Um, look look at what I'm doing happened in the, uh, the Women's League in, in the Super League Chelsea obviously uh, won it and Manchester City probably should
0: have if, if they'd played all of the fixtures Get him in that team. Right. Him in the city. <laughs> Put him in the city women's team. Come on. I want to see Gunnarsdottir turning out for Iceland in the, uh, the what, men's. I, I genuinely yes. thought you were going to say
1: Gunnosaurus then.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we've
1: talked about both today. <laughs> anyway, well, listen, there'll be more messy news tomorrow, I'm sure. No So those guys can pick it up.
0: And there's no, not just this is not the only branding exercise that's going on in the Premier League, of course, because, as we've mentioned a few times earlier on in the show, it has been the first, well, the first three episodes of All or Nothing mm. Tottenham Hotspur um, are fuck, out. Fuck off.
1: That's yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what. <laughs> that's Amazing what amazing pizza. Fuck order. off. I mean it has become already the Jose Mourinho show. I've only watched the first episode. Yeah. Oh no, the uh, first
0: episode is I, heavy. I, I, <laughs>
1: did you were you upset
0: about Potch? I mean I wasn't joking about oh, crying for the right. first twenty minutes. Again,
2: though, mana from heaven. Though they must have been filming that documentary. and Think, oh, Poch really doesn't want us here. Poch clearly doesn't. He want doesn't the, the, like the to he doesn't, like his, well, his, yeah, he doesn't like the talk. he doesn't, doesn't want to get involved. But just obviously, his, uh, is he's money, no, and he just he loves it. He loves being the centre of attention. What well, kind so of makes the, it the seem the as off. though they
0: did it because of the documentary, doesn't it? It kind of does. <laughs> and that's yeah. what
2: I worry about Spurs. That's why I worry about it. I wish he'd done that fuck off thought in the uh, the way Logan is it Logan Ross from um, Succession
1: yeah fuck off yeah. I wish he'd said that it's fuck brilliant. off it's brilliant that's one of the best delivered um, fuck offs ever <laughs> fuck off but the, the, the piece of audio we're, we're, we're referring to um, should we play it I'll play it out yeah. if you want um, right. to it's, it's essentially the this, this scene that everyone's been buzzing about is Mourinho set, the scene is set he's in his office and he's listening to um, TV a debate on TV Leaving Spurs is causing quite a stir on social media. I don't think I've ever seen such a strong response to a manager being sacked. It's incredible. Personally, I'm surprised they got rid of him, but I'm more surprised by Jose coming in. Is that really the football that Tottenham want to play? I don't agree to be honest. He's won trophies that every club he's been to. You know, Champions League, La Liga, Premier League, everywhere. Now I'm telling you, Mourinho is past his best. Look what happened in United. Fuck, <laughs> off. <laughs> uh, and, and interestingly fuck enough, off. Interestingly enough, interestingly um, enough, apparently that's the reason that scene sounds acted. With mm. the people debating is because they couldn't get the permission to use the audio, so they got the script and they re-recorded the script. Really audio. cheap actors. It sounded I mean, you
0: know, you can get an actor well, for ten sounded quid. quid, didn't
1: it? I thought it sounded fine. Nah.
0: Was it you? Was it you? you, you, you
2: Singer.
1: <laughs> Pete can only do one sentence in in an Estuary accent, which is uh, there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. So he can. He wouldn't have been able to do that. Sadly. Dick Van Dyke, Is that you? <laughs> but I, I like the idea of me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the, reason I, the reason it's a jolly <laughs> holiday with Kate it, I, I love the idea that um, cause, because seeing Mourinho behind the scenes in kind of his natural environment Now I under, and, and I understand that people will probably think oh yeah but he knows he's being filmed and everything you have to bear in mind that people in the top level of the game know they're being filmed all the time yeah. they're used to it right so I do think you get quite a a good insight into why Mourinho has been so successful. I know people will talk until they're blue in the face about how charismatic he is and how he's been brilliant for this, that and the other reason. But to actually see it, it's actually quite a compelling thing. Mm. He is is unquestionably, this is not a new thing to say, I suppose, but... On this format, it really hits home. He is unquestionably one of the most charismatic people football has ever seen. Like, ever. Mm. He's so charismatic. You can see people reacting to him. Almost like buzzing off him. Negatively and positively, everything he does. And it's a fascinating watch for that reason, I think. And unfortunately for... Spurs fans, as, as the jokes already been made. The answer is nothing. Yeah. So um, <laughs> sorry to spoiler but,
0: uh, Spoiler out uh, guys! Yeah. I don't know if you missed the, the yeah. season.
1: Come for Tom Hardy's voiceover, stay for Jose
0: Mourinho calling Deli Ali a lazy prick. Yeah, that's what, I, that's what I say. It's strange seeing him smile so much. That's what I found, Pete. Jose Mourinho. I mean, not yeah. Deli Ali. Deli Ali smiles a lot as well. That's I like his. Nice li- I like his little glasses with the. Um, what would you call them? Like little. Um, oh yeah, like really old people back. tend yeah. to have
1: with the. He mm. very much had a, a, a very much a kind of. Um, um, aging school secretary vibe when he put the glass <laughs> on, sat at his desk writing. But no was, computer, just but you're writing.
2: Right, he has got the aura. I was at uh, Palace Newcastle um, uh, this season, and Mick McCarthy was in. We was in the posh area where everyone was on there having their uh, chicken kebabs and stuff. And uh, I was thinking, no, he doesn't have that much of an aura about him. Yeah, but imagine walking in and Justin me his day. You like, oh, was like a rock star or something.
0: Didn't you notice how? Very. I know, obviously, Daniel Levy and Pochettino had a had a five and a half year relationship. Mm. Yeah, hmm. you know what right I mean. Right <laughs> <in there. laughs> a working relationship, a friendship to some yeah. degree. Fuck so, so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously, uh, that's a different kind of relationship when they're talking to each other. The few bits that you saw of mm. them in the same room, but when Levy comes into the room the first time in the that we see in the first episode, it is very subservient. I felt like the way he yeah. sort of sidles in yeah it's like hanging on every word of Marino, so you can see how that negotiation despite him being an arch-negotiator that being his great skill Daniel Levy you know he's like all of I'm us sh- if he comes in and thinks oh gosh it's someone I'm quite <laughs> quite excited <laughs> by was, that's it's that's hard really isn't it I wonder if that was just all part of the game though to make him feel big to make it look like a that's biggest, in the contract deal. I don't see how <laughs> I, leave, I don't see
1: how Levy can get to the level he's got to without being able to kind of manipulate. Everyone it. gets mm. starstruck, Luke. Well, I have you know, to come
0: you... in and sit here with you and Pete every yeah. every week. Mm.
1: Uh, you know who I've been starstruck the most in my entire life. And and I'm talking of charisma, and bear in mind, I'd also I'd also be in the same room the same day as Liam Gallagher that day. Let me guess. Is it Andy Brussell? No. Let me guess. Is it Jake Shears from the Scissor Sisters? No. Although he's up there, right. Do you remember Peter? We did Capital Radio. We worked there together. And we had there was that big radio day for to raise money for the tsunami on Boxing Day in right. two thousand. I want to say five or six around yeah. that kind of time. Okay. And um, do you remember you were part of that? I don't think st- I don't think started. Then okay. I, right. XFM was a ball call. What they did is they had a big day of charity for radio. They go and in Leicester Square they got people just just put a call out saying anyone famous, any musical artist, anyone who wants to come in come in and, and give your time up and we'll raise money for charity. It was an amazing thing. And and it really worked. Like Loads of people came in. Hmm. Liam Gallagher came in on his own with his, just, his acoustic guitar and did a couple of songs in the studio. It was incredible. But the person who had the most charisma of anyone the whole day, and you're going to laugh at me for saying this, but I'll still remember it to this day, Shane Ritchie. What? Right <laughs> Shane there? Ritchie was the most charismatic man I've ever seen. Hmm. Working the room, glowing. It was amazing to Timmy Mallett did the same. Was Mallett there? Ma- no, Mallett wasn't there. <laughs>
2: But he came in he, on to me, and, uh, he whacked
1: me over the head and like I can't remember anything after that. But
2: he, 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 he took the piss <laughs> out of That's our boss so, so, so relentlessly. I was like, brilliant. Timmy Mallet has just absolutely owned our boss.
1: Yeah, and how did you feel about that? He's saying the things that I can't, I'm exa- not brave yes, enough I'm to I'm not say. brave enough to say. The guy was an idiot. You were in the same. You were in the same outfit, probably though. <laughs> you
0: and Timmy. Don't be so mean to Timmy, Mallet yeah.
1: So I haven't seen all of all nothing yet. Yeah. Um, I'm well, gonna so it's through.
0: three episodes. Three three episodes are out now, guys, and then the next three come out. Uh, stop next week. Is and it next, just six. No. And no. And the next nine, and then the next oh. three the week after that. I think. Is it? Is it technically what? true crime <laughs> in the
2: way <wedding. laughs> that? Throw away the true. Away away the, the Champions League final like that. <laughs>
0: yeah. Anyway, they're in. They're out in three <laughs> tranches. Is what I'm trying to say. Okay. So yeah, most people will only have been able to see three episodes so far. And yes, a total of whatever 50 minutes is devoted to, to Poch, which is fine. And mm. I agree with you about JC Mourinho. But you know, the way he sits in front of the camera and and suddenly is just so comfortable with it mm. is. Uh, It's practised, but it's also very magnetic. Passion for the game is passion for the
1: game. It's it's also very nice to watch the same way golf's nice to watch. You watch a big golf tournament and it's beautifully manicured lawns. They've got the best of everything. What's it called? Um, Balls Cross, where Spurs train. uh, I think it's called Balls Cross, up up in Enfield. Um, It's beautiful to watch. They've got everything they need there. Mm.
0: They've got a little... uh... Pitch and putt as well as you enter. Are My they really? You, you have a little. <laughs> brilliant. I don't think it's for the, the likes of us. but oh, right, um, yeah, yeah. it's it's certainly available. And yeah, bell right. comes back. It is it? <laughs> It's also sort of like watching the O.C., isn't it? It's just yeah. like everything's shiny and you feel like it's far away, <laughs> but quite beautiful. here we come. That's that, isn't
1: it? Yeah, yeah it yeah,
0: is. Yeah, there you go. Luke was uh, bragging about his voice earlier. That's not true, is it? <laughs> no, it's lovely. Yeah, I was bragging true. on Luke's
2: behalf. Thank
0: Luke, you do you want to just sing us out then, mate? No, not that really. is the end of That is the end of TV. Football <laughs> Ramble, football <Super laughs> Ramble, here we come. <laughs>
1: You've done this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've made <laughs> it like <mark> this, <laughs> Pete. But here we come. Vish and someone else on the show tomorrow. <laughs> 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 I've closed the laptop. I'm not looking. It's
0: uh, Vish and Andy and me tomorrow. Pete, Luke, thank you very much and have a great day. See you
1: later. Bye-bye.